This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So I don't know if you like commute, like on trains and stuff on the way home. I've been, I've been getting into, uh, I've got like an hour journey uh, back from London to Leon C where I live. And I've got into uh, weird, like watching weird stuff on the train on, on the way home. Do you know what I mean? Like scary stuff. So I bet you, we talked about this the other week on the show. I bailed on uh, Dharma, the drama on Netflix. It was too scary. Weirdly enough, last night I ended up uh, watching what I would describe as the light palate cleanser, the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and Kevin Spacey on the way back. Because it is, it's a great movie. I haven't watched it for ages and it's, still as good as it was back then, still really scary. And you know the movie Seven, it's about the seven deadly sins. And they are like, uh, off the top of me head, sloth, gluttony, envy, greed, being a Liverpool season ticket holder, and wrath or something like that. And I was just thinking when, when, I, when the movie finished last night, it's weird that there's, there's only seven. Is that all the sins that there are? And I thought, what about this? Well, imagine they created space for an eighth deadly sin. So it's not just that seven that are out of the Bible or something. There's an eighth one. Question is, what should it be? What annoying bit of ill behaviour in the modern world would be perfect for the eighth deadly sin? Even if it's trivial, I think you could go in there. For example, for me, I think the eighth deadly sin should be people who switch the kettle off at the plug and not tell anyone. Because the cleaner here in this building does it every single evening to me. I'll go in and put the kettle on to try and make a round of teas, come back after a song, and it's still freezing cold. It's been switched off for the plug. Uh, get in touch now. Matt Ford, our very own Matt Ford from Rock and Roll Football, says making noise on public transport. Our producer, Adem, has messaged to say having a conversation when the bathroom door is locked. Sometimes for some people, it's the only piece that you get. Tracy says uh, the eighth deadly sin should be not putting the divider bar down in a supermarket. I do it for people and far too many can't be bothered. Someone says vaping. Uh, Buzz in Edinburgh says thou shalt not eat with thou mouth open. Love the biblical slant on that. Uh, and then someone else who doesn't leave their name says uh, drivers who don't indicate at all or incorrectly. Basically people who drive BMWs. The eighth deadly sin should be people who say switched off at the plug, which obviously doesn't have a switch. What they should say is switched off at the socket. All right, mate, what about the eighth deadly sin being people who send in pedantic electronic item texts? Shut up, Paul. Uh, Richard says uh, eighth deadly sin stirring tea with a spoon <laughs> that's been used for coffee. What bizarre thing to be annoyed about. He hates it. Uh, someone doesn't leave their name. Eighth deadly sin. People who talk with a toothbrush in their mouth whilst they're cleaning their teeth. I see it a lot on TV and in films. And my lovely family also do it. It should definitely be outlawed. Uh, John says, uh, people who binge watch a programme that your partner watches, thus limiting the time they have to watch it themselves. What about that? Uh, we've got Dean on the line. Dean, eighth deadly sin in your opinion? Well, to me, I would say anyone who's walking in front of you in a supermarket or what's all in the street and they just stop plumb dead for absolutely no good reason and then you've got to make an evasive manoeuvre to avoid a people crash. <laughs> I love the use of evasive manoeuvre. Do you know what? A girl did this to me yesterday. She stopped to look at her phone out of the blue and nearly went into the back of her. Now, if you use the, the rules of the road, I guess that would be my fault, though, because if you go into the back of someone at driving, it's your fault yeah. always, isn't it, though? Yeah, rear-end collision. So who's in the wrong, though? She shouldn't have stopped, though, right? No, she shouldn't, no. No, she should have pulled over the side and let you go past. OK, I don't know if I'm completely clear on your ruling on this, but I love the idea of it being the eighth deadly sin. Dean, thank you so much. No problem. Neil says, wide loads between 8am and 6pm on motorways. We've got Amy on the line. Amy, what do you reckon should be the eighth deadly sin? Um, it should definitely be for when people stand up when the plane lands and clap. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people do that? I've been on planes when people do that before. Give a round of applause to the pilot. That's so insulting, isn't it? 
know, well annoying, but they shouldn't do it. <laughs> any other stuff, any other plane-related thing that winds you up as well? Yeah, the recliners, and the recliners, especially on a budget flight, well annoying. So, yeah, if it's a budget flight, you shouldn't be anywhere near reclining in that seat. Yeah, no, shouldn't be an option. It's going in, onto the list for the 8th Deadly Sin. Thanks so much. Ah, oh, brilliant. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, this text says people who leave trolleys in the aisle and go and get something from another aisle. That's quite harsh. Adam in Falmouth says 8th Deadly Sin, people who wait right in front of lift doors, assuming that no-one's going to get out when the doors open. Uh, Holly says people who say to retail workers, it must be free then, when their credit card doesn't work. I've run out of fake polite laughs. Oh, th- the anger in that text is unbelievable. We've got Jim on the line. Jim, what for you? Eighth deadly sin? Um, people saying lol. No need for it whatsoever. <laughs> so people saying lol is in laugh out loud? Yeah. Yep. Reading it's... on a text, not a problem, but saying it out loud, no need for it at all. If you're going to laugh, just laugh. That's a, good po- that's a good point. I like that. You've got no time for it. No, none at all. And if, has this happened to you recently in a professional basis? Oh, loads of my friends use it all the time. I hate it. Right, so you want to stamp that out? Eighth deadly sin? Definitely. I can't tell you what I usually say when they say it. Yeah, I can imagine it's pretty blue. Good to speak to you, man. It definitely is. I'm very, very excited to say that uh, this coming weekend, I'm taking my dad to the Toffeeopolis. Everton fans, wherever they are, will just stand up and stop what they're doing like a meerkat. It's like the Eye of Thundera. We're going to go and watch our beloved Everton play Crystal Palace. It's been a while since we've managed to get up there as a family. And I'm looking forward to it. It's not just like going to the game. It's just all the stuff around the game, having a couple of beers around the stadium, having a little look in the club shop. That smell of turf when you come up the stairs at Goodison Park, absolutely love as well. And then inevitably sitting in a restricted area so you can't see properly. But we're going to make a weekend of it up in Liverpool. We've got loads of family we hailed from Norris Green originally. That Lux area, if you've been there before. Uh, which means, as a knock-on effect, Friday's Home Time show uh, is going to be live from the iconic Radio City Tower. Uh, so have you ever seen that thing? If you've cut, stepped out of Lime Street Station in Liverpool, it looks like an alien from War of the Worlds. It's like a, like a pillar with a disc on the top of it. And I've always been kind of curious of it, because it does look like someone out of a sci-fi. It looks like someone out of 2000 AD, the comic. And overall, I've been looking forward to it. Uh, and on this show, in this partnership of the show, obviously Richie's off this week, but Richie's the guy that's scared of heights, right? Not me, I haven't got a problem with it. But I put on Twitter earlier on that we're going to be doing this show on Friday from the Radio City Tower. And I've had loads of people tell me that it, it moves when it's windy. That can't be, it can't move. Julie tweeted me to say, I've been up there in the winter, and when the wind is so bad, sometimes the tower moves, but the vertical blinds stay still. What's all that about? Uh, James says, I hope you're going to play Spirit of the Blues whilst you're up there. That's the other thing. Going to do an hour of Merseyside songs to end the show. Because uh, obviously, normally the jukebox on the Friday. So we'll ask you for them later on in the week. Uh, Mick Coyle says, after 14 years of working there, you don't notice the swaying. But I'll be sure you'll be fine for one afternoon. Thanks, Mick, for putting that in my head. CTF says, there used to be a restaurant up there many years ago. The view would be amazing. And Nick says, I ran up the fire escape in the tower once for charity. 500 steps. The most sick I felt in my life when I got to the top of the view is amazing when you get there. Maybe you could present part of the show walking up the steps yourself. Not too sure about that fellow. Michelle from Frodsham says, back in the 80s it was a restaurant and would slowly move around clockwise. Don't be a wimp, get up there. What, so it, it swings around in the air and is moving clockwise? That sounds like a recipe for disaster. We've got Gavin on the line. Gavin, you heard that this type of thing the tower moves, is that a thing? It's a thing to do with the building. It, I think it's to do with the rigidity of, of material. So if they're really, really rigid, then they'll snap 
if you know what I mean, it's a no give. So they all, they, when they built the skyscrapers back in the 20s, they, yeah. they realised it they'd done a bad thing in a way because those top floors were going all over the place and making people really sick. So what they did is they 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 hang like a large pendulum in like what's treacle. Okay, that's the best way I can describe it. Right. Ways to the left, the treacle's kind of like the pendulum's hanging it back and trying to keep it to the right, if that makes sense. And then as it sways to the right, it does the opposite. So it, it kind of like, because <laughs> it's moving slowly in the treacle, it stops it. <laughs> so, so are you I'm telling really me, pleased. Gavin, mate, are you telling me that when I'm up there doing the show from the Radio City Tower on Friday, I'm essentially being kept level by a big pendulum in treacle? If they've done it like the skyscrapers in America, then possibly yes. <laughs> wow! Particular one. <laughs> How do you know all this stuff, Gavin? How do you know these things? Oh, I'm a bit of a geek. I watch watch these kind of documentaries, don't I? Sorry, sorry. But <laughs> all right, and am I going to be all right up there, up the, the the Radio City Tower? Because some of the stuff that's been coming into the show has been freaking me out a little bit. I'll be honest. Yeah, we won't get me up there. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thanks, man. Cheers. <laughs> sorry, mate. Home time. Lucky, lucky numbers. That's right, £250 cash, thanks to Tesco Mobile. Spend less using your Tesco Club card. You know how this works. The Lucky Lucky Number Generator, the LLNG, will spit out three numbers. These numbers must be on your current electricity or gas meter reading. So you've got to get under that little understairs cupboard. It can be in any order, but all three must appear somewhere on your meter reading. Here are tonight's num- numbers. Good luck. Thanks, Butch. Today's Lucky Lucky Numbers are... Three, zero, and five. That's three, zero, and five. So three, zero, and five. Find your meter, take a photo, because we'll be asking for proof as well. That'll be a great photo on your little uh, camera roll in the future. Let's meet tonight's contestant, shall we? She's called Claire. Hi, Claire, how you doing? Hi, yes. Good, thank you. Good yourself? to have you on the show. Have you had a good day? Have you had a good Tuesday? Yeah, I'm just getting over this nasty sort of coldy thing. So, yeah, just been trying to rest up to get better, really. It's, it's everywhere at the moment, isn't it? Lots of people coming down with it. It is, it is. It seems to be this school bug, something brought home from school. Do you know what? Our, um, our middle daughter has just started kind of nursery ahead of reception. It's just like opening the floodgates to a Petri dish of hundreds of different colds and coughs and everything, isn't it? It is, and I think because we've been off because of COVID and everywhere's been locked up, now all the germs are starting to come out and out and out. So. Well, this is it. Let's let's try and win you some money and put things back onto the positive, because obviously you want to be able to put the heating on if you've got a cold, but you'd be scared about it with the current prices, etc. Uh, let's get down to the business of the numbers on your uh, on your actual meter. Are we talking gas or electricity meter here, uh, um, Claire? Gas meter. Gas meter. Right, right. the numbers are zero. Yep. Five, six, five, four, point, nine, five, three. <laughs> Which means 305 is in there. You are a winner, Claire. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I love the fact that someone might have just been tuning in, just been passing to Absolute Radio to hear... Somebody sat there reading out the number on their electricity or gas meter. And I'm proud of that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank you so much. Clay, you have won £250. And because we know times are hard at the moment, our friends at Tesco Mobile want you to spend less on your mobile phone bill. And we'd like to chuck in another 50 quid on top of your winnings. That's £300 you bag with lucky, lucky numbers. Oh, that's brilliant. That is going to be so handy. Thank you so much. Lovely to Thank speak you. to you. What does your evening Thank hold you. for you this evening, Claire? 
um, making dinner, finishing making sandwiches for school and uh, watching the telly. There you go. And it's the, radio. And of course, thank you for adding that in at the end. It's the circle of life. Lovely to speak to you. We play Lucky Lucky Numbers again tomorrow and I tell you what, it's quite hard to say. There's a lot of U-turns around at the moment. In fact, I would say in terms of switching on the telly or reading the newspapers, you can't move for people doing U-turns. But you know what? I, I have had a little U-turn of my own that I would just like to share with you tonight on Home Time. So just to put a bit of background to this, I'm kind of very opinionated about hot drinks. I'm one of those people in the office, do you know what I mean? So my normal position on this would have been, if you have a fruit tea, you're a weirdo. If you have hot squash, you know, people drink hot squash, that's weird too. I think I've said before, if you drink hot water out of uh, just a normal cup, you need to be sectioned. And that's kind of unfair. Uh, And what happened was, obviously I've got this bad back at the moment from lifting our incredibly heavy baby. And I've been to see an osteopath and she was asking me how much caffeine or coffee I have during the week. And she was a bit surprised. I drink a lot of coffee. So she wants me to reduce that. And she has suggested, can you believe it, that I start drinking hot water instead. So the laugh is back at me. And you know what, though? I've been drinking it for the past few days, and it's all right. As I talk to you now, I'm sipping from a cup of just hot water. Something that I have slagged people off for and questioned their sanity before. So I just want to put out there, if you've done a U-turn on something, a full 180. People always say 360, but that's wrong. That's going about the same direction you were talking about. If you've done a 180 on something and absolutely had to eat your own words... Tell me about it. Scott in London says, uh, my complete U-turn was being a veggie for 30 years and then being turned by a Savloy. Thank you for that, Scott. Thank you for being so candid. Neil says, I was going to have hash browns with the chef's breakfast, then went for chips. You get more of them for the same money. That's still technically a U-turn. And Joel says, he's changed his mind on smooth peanut butter. Have your say. Got Sean on the line. Sean, what have you done a U-turn on? It was, um, I used to hate Bailey's, but now I love it. So you didn't use like Bailey's, and now you something's happened, and, and you've done a U-turn. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Was it one Christmas? No, we was away. We was away on holiday, and we had one late at night as, as, a, as a sort of top off a drink. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And now, and now, do you have it recreationally during the week, or only at yeah, Christmas no, now? During the, during the, no, during the week. Yeah. Brilliant. And then what do you... I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. No, 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 it's fine. It's just fine. It's no problem at all. But you might sit there with yeah. the Bailey's and your feet up watching, I don't know, Married at oh, First yeah. Sight UK or something like that. No, I don't watch that sort of stuff, no. Black, blacklist I watch. All right, OK, cool. And then, yeah. and then do you have it on, on ice, on the rocks? Yeah, 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 do as well, yeah. Brilliant. And yeah. so bearing in mind you have what most people have for Christmas as your, like, regular drink, what do you have as Christmas drink then, Sean? That'd be um, red wine. Rum and red wine? No, red wine, just red wine. I was going to say, I thought you've <laughs> created a very sinister-sounding <laughs> cocktail there. Well, now we know where we stand. Excellent U-turn, Sean. Thanks, and lovely to speak Thanks to you. And you, cheers. Cheers, buddy, bye. Thank you. Uh, this text says, Olives, first sampled, pinched one as a child as my parents were preparing a dinner party. I truly expected them to taste like grapes because they look like grapes. Got my comeuppance. Never touched one again until recently. I'm now an olive lover. I remember trying olives when I was a kid. They were disgusting back in the day. I think I grabbed one of those ones that used to have them, the stuffed olives like on the side of a bar when I was in a pub with my parents. Hashtag 70s. Uh, Nick says, Bush, I'm a, I have changed my mind over Jar Jar Binks. Well, hold on a minute. Uh, Nick says he used to be the most annoying character in the entire Star Wars saga, but now you just have to laugh at his crazy antics. Nick, man, I'm not having that. If I could go back and delete a film, I'd delete The Phantom Menace, specifically because of Jar Jar Binks. Anyway, let's not get sidetracked on that. Let's go to the phones. Kerry on the line. Kerry, what have you done a U-turn on? 
Um, I recently decided that we weren't going to have any tech in the car on long car journeys with the kids. I thought yep. when we were kids, we never had it. We managed just fine. It's lazy parenting. And then we did a two-hour trip to the seaside, and let's just say they all had them on the way back. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? We are exactly the same. I remember sitting there, um, like, at restaurants and that, looking at families who have given their kids tablets to sit at the table sometimes to keep them quiet. I thought, we're never doing that when we're on holiday. Yeah, wheel out, wheel out the tablets just to give yourselves five minutes break. Same in the car. Yeah, it was exactly the same. Like I say, I, I was in that boat, same as restaurants. I'd look at other parents and I'm thinking, just talk to your children, you know, engage with them. And then I thought, the last thing I want to do when I'm trying to eat my steak is engage with my children. 100%. I'm getting that put on a T-shirt. And, you know, like, what do we used to do? I mean, I think back to when we used to do a load of, like, really hot, horrible drives when I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, old-fashioned, yeah. long drives. What did we used to do? We must have been good kids then compared to this lot now who well, got an attention we, span of five minutes. We used to be uh, crammed into the back of my dad's Reliant Robin for our holidays when we Amazing. were kids. And um, we used to play things like pub cricket, you know, just ridiculous yeah. car games. Uh, that's how we got by. But then again, that meant they had to talk to us the whole way. And I bet I must have been really irritated. <laughs> Love <Often> it. <laughs> Amazing. What a U-turn. Thank you so much, Kerry. No problem. Thank you. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.